Hello, I want to welcome everyone to the Patriot Preacher Podcast. I want to thank everyone for who has helped make this possible. And so the way I'm going to do the Patriot Preacher Podcast is I'm going to have different speakers. I want to have different interviews of people who have somewhat experience in different fields. I want to be talking in this first segment mainly about suicide. As you can see, my name on the screen is Dan Fraley. If you have any comments or questions that you want to ask me, please feel free to text me or message me or even call me or email me. My email's up there as well, cfraley2 at suddenlink.net. And there are several reasons why I've started this podcast. Uh, This is going to be the first podcast that I've uh, ever done. And so I hope people don't judge me too harshly. And so the first topic that I wanted to talk about, of course, was suicide. And I'm going to actually get into different different topics as we go along. But this one is kind of close to me because I've had so many people in my life commit suicide. And over the course of time, I'm going to be bringing people in. uh, from different fields that have had experience with uh, suicide or dealing with suicide. And just so people know that I don't take this lightly, it's a very serious thing. And so I want to have people come in and I want to interview them and talk to them and let them talk about some of the experiences that they've had. And this is going to hopefully open the doors and make people aware uh, that there is people that can help and really uh, where to get help from. And so all these things are going to play a factor into what we talk about on this podcast. As I said, uh, our main goal and our uh, obviously is always going to be to convert people to true Christianity, not just a version of Christianity like so many people believe. We're going to talk about where suicide people can get help. And just so you know where I stand on that, True help only comes from God and His Word. Whenever we read uh, Scripture, it's, it becomes more and more evident that the only place that people should be searching for for help like this is from God. And so, so many times people turn to the worldly religions and the and the secular psychology of this world, which really amounts to nothing. Uh, I want people to understand that. The only true source is God for comfort. The only true source for comfort is God. And so uh, I want to read you some statistics here. I've got a bunch of notes here, and I want to be reading these and quoting these uh, throughout. First of all, I want to make you aware of the lifeline support for people who are talking about or contemplating suicide, and that number is 800-273-8255. Again, that number is 800-273-8255. And so if you want to learn how to possibly save a life, there's really no other better place to turn than God's Word. In fact, the Bible tells us, and I actually have my Bible right here, um, it tells us when I, when I open it up and I go to Second Peter chapter 1, In verse 3, it says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, 
according as his divine power has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you may might be partakers of a divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And so when we're talking about suicide and people committing suicide, it's, it's a very scary thing. I myself have just a little bit about me. I was in the army for 15 years. I served at the, served at special forces and was considered a, I guess a decent soldier. I guess I was a below average special forces guy. If I'm being honest, (laughs) had a tremendous desire to, to serve my country and what happened to me was I, I got into trouble when I was in the army. I was doing things that I should not have been doing, and it led ultimately to me getting out of the army. And when I got separated from the army, or even when I got in trouble before I left the army, I had such mixed feelings about it. Uh, none of them were good. I, I, I experienced frustration, I experienced depression, I experienced all these things coming back from combat and not really understanding why things happen the way they do. This was very hard for me. I didn't have any direction. I didn't have any guidance. only thing I had were my emotional feelings that ultimately led me to down a state of depression and to be honest with you, I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed to be where I am right now, and that is in my in my own home. I'm married to a, a beautiful wife, and I have a, two children. And so for those, I'm very thankful. But it's been over about 10 years now for me since I last experienced that depth of depression that I was going through, and it's really... You experience things that I did in combat, uh, the loss of loved ones and brothers, and and then things start to spiral out of control. I can't imagine what people go through that actually leads them the feeling of hopelessness that leads them to commit suicide, but I can only speak from my experience that I was starting to feel a sense of hopelessness. And I'm very lucky in the sense that there was a Christian, a true Christian that found me in the shape that I was and started exposing all the false doctrine that I believed. And of course, when I say false doctrine, I'm referring to the Bible and biblical doctrine. Some things what that people believe are just false, and he was able to cut through all that for me and actually teach me what the Bible says. And one of the biggest things that I learned is only true hope is found in God. And so there's a lot of despair that people have in their lives that cause people to be delusional in a sense when it comes to religion. And they'll believe pretty much anything you tell them. And So one of the things that the Bible teaches is to discern the truth. And when you discern the truth, then clarity becomes more effective in your life. And so when I was going through what I was going through, I didn't have any clarity. I was lost. I mean, there's really no other way to explain it other than that. I was living a life that was full of sin. 
drinking, drugs, you name it. And it put me on the brink of suicide. And so this is why I'm doing this podcast. And like I said, over the course of the next few weeks, you're going to see uh, different, uh, different things, uh, different people being interviewed and different perspectives. And I'm hoping to get a lot of people in here. But if I don't, no big deal. I'll get on here and just talk. <laughs> but suicide is a big deal. In fact, I got some statistics here. Let's see if I can find, oh yeah, here they are, general statistics. Uh, I think I've read these before, but it says suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States for all ages. And I can't even really imagine, I mean, if I think about soldiers coming out of the military and feeling that anxiety of, of separation, you see, that's one of the things that I experienced that led me down the path was the feeling of separation from something that I had known and grown accustomed to. And it's the same thing. I think it's called institutionalism where people in prison, they don't want to get out of prison. I'm sure people have seen the movie Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> but people experience institutionalism, and when they become separated from something that they've known all their life, they struggle with it. And so this leads to suicide. So suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States for all ages. Approximately 123 Americans die by suicide. That's every day. There is one death by suicide in the United States every 12 minutes. Depression affects 20 to 25% of Americans ages 18 and over in a given year. Suicide takes the lives of over 44,965 Americans every year. Now, I think about that in the context of what America is going through right now with COVID-19. I'm sure these numbers have increased. The highest suicide rates in the United States are among whites, American Indians, and Alaska Natives. Only half of all Americans experiencing an episode of major depression receives treatment. Think about that. Only half of all Americans. And, and we're talking once again about secular treatment. And so secular treatment, when you think about what the Bible is, the inspired, inerrant, perfect will of God, if you're seeking secular treatment and then not seeking the superior, authoritative, biblical treatment, uh, it doesn't really make much of a difference. And so, as I read these numbers, don't be shocked. 80 to 90% of people that seek treatment for depression are treated successfully using therapy and or medication, which that's a good thing. An estimated quarter million people each year become suicide survivors. There is one suicide for every tw estimated 25 suicide attempts, and these are all from the CDC. You can go on and look these up yourself. There is one suicide for every estimated four suicide attempts in the elderly. And so, as I said, for more information on statistics, you can go to the World Health St Statistics Data, data visualization dashboard. And, of course, a few more says here that there's nearly 800,000 people die by suicide in the world each year, which is roughly one death every 40 seconds. That's worldwide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in the world for those aged 15 to 24 years. Second leading cause of death for those between ages 18 I'm sorry, 15 to 24 years. 
And of course, depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide. And so I'm asked why, why tackle this difficult subject? And it is. Nobody likes to talk about this. Trust me. When I was thinking about doing a podcast and I'm seeing other podcasts and people talking about different things and one there's several out there. I didn't really see any on suicide. This is not a popular subject. This is a when we talk about suicide, it's something that hurts people hurting themselves. It's something that people do not want to talk about. They don't want to address. There's very limited information when you're talking about suicide. And I think the reason why I'm doing this podcast for me personally is because I want to make people aware of that. I want to make people aware that suicide is an important issue and I want people to be able to get help and I want people to not hurt themselves. It is a spiritual death sentence when you think about it. And so what do I mean by that? Well, according to the Bible, I don't know I don't know how much the Bible addresses suicide, but it talks about murder. In Exodus chapter 20, when God has given Moses the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not murder. And so when you take decide to take your own life, you know, you've taken your life into your own hands, and that in and of itself is a sin. And I want to show you a passage of Scripture here out of Ezekiel chapter 18. Think about it here. Ezekiel chapter 18 is in the Old Testament. And it's really talk, uh, one of the situations where God is addressing the people of Israel and talking about how important uh, the souls are. And Jesus even talks about this. Jeremiah, sorry, just trying to scroll through my Bible here in a very tight setting. I don't have the freedom to, to move very much because it's such a small office here. <laughs> But as I was saying, Ezekiel chapter 18, I'm in Ezekiel now. It says here, it says, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, What mean ye that ye use this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge? As I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have any occasion any more to use this proverb in Israel. Verse 4 is the key here. It says, Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sin, it shall die. And so there's the, there's the key right there. The soul that sins, it shall die. And there's really no way to repent of suicide. And so the only logical conclusion that you can come to is if you sin without being able to repent, and your soul belongs to God, what does that say? And so I want to read some more statistics here talking about gender disparities. Suicide among males is four times higher than among females. Male deaths represent 79% of all U.S. suicides. Firearms are the most commonly used method of suicide among males. Females are more likely than males to have, su- to have had suicidal thoughts. Females experience depression at roughly two times the rate of men. 
Females attempt to suicides three times as often as males. Poisoning, poisoning is the most common method of suicide for females. And so, as I was saying at the beginning of this, uh, this is one of the most sensitive topics that you can talk about. Uh, I've known people all of my life, throughout my life, I guess you could say, throughout my life, I've witnessed and seen and known people who have committed suicide. Going all the way back to when I was in high school, uh, served in the military and college, even years later throughout my military career, even now later in my life. And so it's not a pleasant feeling. No one likes to talk about it. And so here we are. I'm trying to bring it to the forefront of the conversation, 10th leading cause of death in the United States. And so uh, let me read some age disparities here through these notes that I have from the CDC or the global statistics. One in 100,000 children ages 10 to 14 die by suicide each year. 10 to 14 is the age group, one in 100,000 children. Seven in 100,000 youth ages 15 to 19 die by suicide each year. 12.7 in 100,000 young adults ages 20 to 24 die by suicide each year. The prevalence of suicidal thoughts, suicidal planning, and suicide attempts is significantly higher among adults aged 18 to 29 than among adults aged 30 plus. Suicide is the second leading cause of death for 15 to 24-year-old Americans. We talked about that. Suicide is the fourth leading cause of death for adults aged 18 to 65. The highest increase in suicide is in males 50-plus. And, of course, that kind of goes along with being separated from the military. You know, people start to get so old and they start to lose purpose. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, if I want to recommend a read for people that are sad and, and contemplating this horrendous act of suicide, it would have to be the book of Ecclesiastes. Because it really does give us purpose. The Bible in and and of itself gives a person life. It gives a person purpose. And really it teaches that, yes, people will judge. But if you've made mistakes in your past like I have, you know that there is such a thing as forgiveness. And we can be forgiven by our Heavenly Father. And if we can achieve forgiveness by our Heavenly Father through obedience to the gospel, then we can also have that hope of eternal life that our Heavenly Father promised. And so all these things factor into, uh, you know, living a healthy life. And so a lot of people try to treat depression as a, a, what's the word I'm looking for, as a symptom or as a disease. And, of course, depression is a spiritual matter. And so I don't buy into the whole thinking of, well, label everything a disease and try to get a cure for it. Well, sometimes that doesn't work. People are just sad because they don't know where to turn to. And so hopefully in this podcast, this is going to be the introduction to the podcast. Hopefully in the weeks coming, uh, we can... 
can help resolve some of these issues, raise awareness, let you know that there are help. And I'm not doing this, as I said, for personal gain or personal glory. Lord knows I'm not getting paid anything to do this. Um, And that's fine. I don't need to be paid to talk about saving souls and people going to heaven, which is ultimately my goal. And so if you have any questions, uh, we're going to be talking for the next few weeks. I want to be releasing some podcasts of uh, people that I've talked to and I've talked with. And some of you may know me, some of you may know about my past, and that's okay. Uh, If you want to talk about my past, if you want to tell me I shouldn't be trying to help people because of my past and things that I've done, hey, that's okay. I'm not going to stop. (laughs) I want to continue to try to help people. I want to try to love people and Show people that someone like me, even me, can make a difference in someone's lives. And so, as I said, my name is Dan Fraley. I'm the preacher at the mouth of Joe's Creek Church of Christ here in Pikeville, Kentucky. And you're welcome to come visit us. You're welcome to reach out to me, call me, uh, call me and talk. I don't mind to, to do that. Ask me questions about my life, about my past. I don't mind that. I, my life's an open book. You can find, you know, you can find me on Facebook. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close this first opening podcast, and I hope you uh, look forward to future podcasts. We're going to have people like uh, Mr. Uh, well, different people. I've got all kinds of Philip Keithley from the Road Creek Church of Christ, And so I'll have different people on here doing the podcast. So I'm excited to do it. Let me see if I can't find some names here. Okay, Chaplain Rob Music, he is going to be probably my first guest. And so we'll have different people, Philip Keithley and uh, Randall Parsons, a guy that I attend church with, hopefully other people that have experience in the field of law enforcement, like Kenny Coleman, who was a prison guard. And so I'll have different people on here, but I hope you stay tuned and and hopefully you'll get something out of this and and hopefully it'll help you grow and and, and help help you recognize uh, so that you may be able to get someone help who's thinking about committing suicide. So please stay tuned for following episodes. Thank you guys for tuning in and allowing me to talk about this a little bit. And like I said, if you have any questions, there's my information right there on the screen. And don't hesitate to give me a call. Thank you guys very much. And I look forward to interacting with you in the future. Thank you.